this is what goes on when I'm like trying to record. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to the March Q&A of Say La Me. I am so excited. I cannot believe that it is March already. It's kind of ridiculous and I cannot believe it's going to be April soon. What is going on? I had a great month. I hope you did too. And yeah, just a reminder, if you are watching me on YouTube, just you can see me. Hi. Also, if you're watching me on Spotify, you can see me. You can also leave me a review, uh, a rating. I can't leave like a written reviews yet, but anyway. Uh, so if you want to watch this in video form, those two platforms will be your best bets. And let's get into the episode. We have got some really good questions. We've got a really good balance of deep questions, but also questions that are like super fun. So we're going to start off with a fun one, get deeper, go fun more, you know, all of that. But thank you so much for sending them. Reminder, you can definitely leave your comments, your questions below in the comment box on YouTube. You can also email them to me at bonjourselami at gmail.com. Everything's in the show notes. So let's get started. So the first question is, what is your go-to coffee order? I say that I love vanilla lattes. I love vanilla so good. So I typically will get a vanilla latte out. Um, sometimes I go for cappuccinos, uh, but if I want a flavored thing, vanilla. I really like chai lattes as well, basically at any point, but especially in the fall, that's like, I love pumpkin spice, but like chai is one of my favorite. So I will get that. Sometimes I'll get like the specialty flavors that the coffee shop offers and some coffee shops do really good like cool specialty flavors so that's really neat so I always try and kind of get whatever that coffee shop has as their like star coffee or something and I really enjoy that I like my coffee hot first then ice some of the time and then I don't love fraps as much they're not my favorite but I'll have some sometimes because some coffee shops make really good fraps but yeah I have recently been getting my coffee with almond milk I actually haven't been I haven't gotten coffee in a few weeks because I've been like on this elimination diet trying to find out some allergy things and all that stuff so that's fun but um I've cut out dairy so I did actually just buy some oat milk and tried it and it was really good. So I've been doing almond milk and oat milk in my morning coffees just at home. So I've really been enjoying that. But yeah, I would say vanilla or chai are my safest bets. Um, just getting that from a coffee shop. All right. The next question, diving deeper advice for dealing with by me. Let's try that again. Advice for dealing with bad body image days. Alrighty, guys. Um, I'm, first of all, I'm sorry if you're dealing with a bad body image day. It happens to everybody, um, no matter what you look like or your struggles or your lack of struggles or anything like that. So it definitely happens to everyone. So first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, don't think about it too much. I know that that's really difficult, but like you can help yourself not to think about it by don't stare at yourself in the mirror for a while. Don't keep like turning and looking like we all do that. We all have days where we're like oh my gosh like comparing your body just in the mirror all day um and you know if you're having a bad body image day don't do things like shopping if you can avoid it uh because that can just really get on your nerves you know the other day I was trying on some dresses and stuff for a date and I wouldn't necessarily say that I was having a bad body image day but I just wasn't looking the way I wanted to in the clothes that I was wearing and I was like oh I just thought my stomach should just be like a little bit flatter or like my arms should just look a little bit more toned or something like that and so that was difficult I could tell like after each dress that I tried on I was just kind of like irritated <laughs> so try not to do that if you can avoid that 
and maybe just talk to somebody. I think that a lot of people can kind of negate any bad emotions that they have by talking to people. Uh, so talk to a friend, talk to a family member, but don't let it go into a spiral of just complaining about your body and, you know, how dare I have these struggles um, and, you know, someone else doesn't. And I get it. There are some people that can just do whatever they want and they still look great. I'm not necessarily one of those people, like, at all. Um, you know, if I was, I would eat way more candy because I do have a big sweet tooth. Um, but I can't do that and that's fine. You know, you just kind of have to live how you live and just, you got the body you got and you got to work with it. I would also say, I'm going to advise you, if you are unhappy for an extended period of time about something about your body, do something to change it. Now, I'm not saying like plastic surgery or anything, like definitely think about that for like maybe a couple years <laughs> before you just dive in. But I'm saying like, you know, if you want to lose weight, do that. If you want to gain weight, do that. Um, I think a lot of people are shamed for doing that, for taking um, any sort of steps to try and change their body to be more how they like it. I think that people are shamed for that because people are like, oh, you're just beautiful no matter what. Well, I get that, but you know, if you need to lose weight or you need to gain weight or something, I don't think that there's any shame in that, but also people are shamed for not doing it. I don't know. It's just kind of like you can't win, so I would definitely just say it doesn't mean you're not beautiful just the way you are, but if you're unhappy and you know that there are steps you can take to make you happier, take those steps. Um, also very sorry that you're having a bad body issue day. Um, this is definitely something that I podcasted about and something that I can relate to, unfortunately. I think a lot of us can, but it's okay, you know? At the end of the day, your body's your body. It's gonna be okay. It's not how you're defined. And I do think that something that I've been doing is working on my body, exercising a little bit more, eating a lot more healthy, and just trying to make myself happier and it's been working it's nice even if you don't necessarily see any physical changes there are mental changes that come with just like trying to be a little bit more active not even to lose weight just to like improve your mood I would say going on walks perfect I love I mean y'all know how much I love going on walks but going on walks definitely clears your head and it is just such a good way especially if it's gorgeous outside to get outside by the way I've been having great spring weather and I've been loving it so that's making me happy okay so the next question I love whoever asked me this because it's so on my alley and you know me so so well and I'm really glad that you're interested too so it says when do you think Taylor Swift will release or announce another album which album do you think it will be okay so two parts and I'm going to talk about this for a while because I love it uh so yeah I have theories I'm not sure that they are working out for me but it's okay I'll just tell you anyway so my theory was that Taylor Swift would announce the album in March then she would release it in June so here's my theory uh and here's why it's a theory so uh, Taylor announced um Fearless Taylor's version in February and then she released it in April and then she announced Red Taylor's version in August and then she released it in November so here's like how I think this lines up so from February to April is like two months and then you have April, May, June, July, August is four months and then um you have from August to November is August, December, November, October, November. So 
she has about like two months two to three months before like between her announcement and the release of the album and then she has about four months um in between albums so far she's only released two or three recordings but um and they're great so anyway uh so she released the most recent one in november so that would be november december january february march is four months and then march april may june is three months so that would kind of follow the pattern of how it's been uh, being released. It's possible she could release it in April or she could announce it in April. It's possible she could announce it this week. I'm recording this on a Monday. It's going to be released on a Saturday. She could anytime this week have announced it and y'all from the future are watching this and I have no clue. We don't know. We're not sure. But uh, that is my theory. As far as uh, what album I think it'll be, honestly, I could see any of them. I could see the debut one. I could see her like surprising us with debut because I know a lot of people are expecting either 1989 or Speak Now. I thought it was going to be Speak Now at first, but personally now I think it's 1989. She's already released Wildest Dreams. She has been promoting Wildest Dreams. I feel like it was, for some reason, I feel like it was supposed to be released before Red Taylor's version, but now it was pushed back. And so I kind of feel like it's a really good summer album. If she released it in June, that would be great. Even though I think all of, most of Taylor Swift's albums, except for like Lover, were released in the fall um, originally. I think that 1989 is a really good summer album. And Speak Now, I could see going for the fall or even the winter, uh, even though I personally think it's kind of summery just because it's my favorite and summer's just a really sunny, beautiful time. Uh, so I, I could see either way, or I could see her completely surprising us, surprising us with her debut album. Uh, that would be really cool. I love her debut album. So I'm really excited for whatever she does, but that's my theory uh hopefully it works out hopefully I'm like smart like that but honestly I think with Taylor Swift no one really knows <laughs> except for her and maybe her team like 24 hours before she releases folklore because that's what she did she just sprung it on them she's like I have a full album and it's releasing like in 24 hours so can you help me promote it <laughs> which I thought was great but anyway all right so we got in the next question what is one thing you wish you could improve about your podcast all righty so I love my podcast. I love my audience. I love so much about it. It has just been like such a big part of my life and it's just been nuts and super amazing. However, one thing I'd love is to get more listeners, get a bigger audience because I'm a small podcast, very, very small podcast. And I was actually just talking about this on this podcast meeting call thing that I had this week. And it was really good because they were asking me you know, feedback and like, what, what are your struggles as a podcaster? What do you like? What do you dislike? All of that. Um, but they were also asking me for specifics, like specific download numbers, specific, like how, like what's your audience numbers. And it was just like really hard and really uncomfortable because it was just like, I know there's so many podcasts out there who have such bigger audience than me. And it's just so like, oh my gosh, like, this is going to sound like nothing to y'all, but I've been podcasting for almost two years. And I think the fact that I've been podcasting for almost two years, I was telling them once I take a step back, like I'm so happy with the progress that I've made. But once I take a step back and I think like, oh, two years of work, this is what I have. Sometimes I feel like, dang, I really should have a bigger audience or like, you know, I should have more subscribers, more listeners, blah, 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 blah. So that's one thing I wish I could improve or like change about my podcast. However, that being said, I love my audience. I love my 
listeners. I love interacting with y'all, so keep these questions coming. Keep following me on Pinterest and just like interacting with me on Discord and all of that. I love it. Um, but being honest, I definitely would love a bigger audience. It's fine. It comes with time. But uh, yeah, I really am happy. Um, it's just when I look back, I just kind of like get, oh my gosh, like I should be more accomplished than this. And I feel like we all get like that in some aspects and some other aspects. So, uh, it's definitely natural to feel that way, but, uh, yeah, it's funny that I mentioned Pinterest because I guess it was just on my mind. Someone says, why do you like promoting your podcast on Pinterest? I think that's probably where a lot of my listeners are, honestly. You know, my target demographic is girls in their 20s and like early 30s, um, mostly 20s. Like I say my audience is me, but cooler. So if you're listening, you're me, but cooler. Um, congratulations. But uh, yeah, and I love Pinterest. I love the lifestyle content on there. I love like the motivation, the inspiration, all of that. And my podcast, I try to make it motivational. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not even a word. Motivational. I think I just like stuttered. Uh, I try to make it motivational. I try to make it inspirational. I try to make it the best it can be um, and to really inspire people. So I feel like Pinterest kind of falls just right into there. I also feel like you have a more focused audience. Sure, Instagram is like, it has a lot of people on it and a lot of girls love taking Insta photos and all of that, but I don't really love Instagram anyway. Um, and then also I feel like if I were to get better results on Pinterest, why wouldn't I get better results on Pinterest? So that is why I like promoting my podcast on Pinterest. If you want to go follow me, hello, go, go do that. Um, we have a fun time on there and I'm also posting listener reviews. This is something very important. Every Friday I'm going to post a listener review. So if you want to be featured on my Pinterest, um, which everyone who leaves a review eventually will be featured on my Pinterest, please go leave a review and I will write it up and post it so that whole world and tell how much you love say me there you go <laughs> all right last question do you ever go back and listen to your old episodes um sometimes but only for like research purposes I don't go back to listen like just for nostalgic sake because it's just kind of weird listening to yourself give advice and just be like oh I'm like the best at giving advice like no I'm not um I value my advice and I think like my listeners do too because I keep coming back which is great um but no sometimes I just go back like my Q&A episodes I want to keep a tally of what what questions have I answered a lot of people ask about this this and this have I already addressed it or you know is it something that I just haven't gotten to yet so um I only listen to it for research purposes and there's some episodes that I'll see and I'll be like I don't remember this one and then so I will click it and then I'll be like oh yeah that's what I talked about but as soon as I find out what I talked about I don't listen to it again <laughs> so I would say yeah just for research purposes um but if you want to go back and listen to my podcast feel free if you want to go back and listen to old episodes knock yourself out anyway all right thank you so much for y'all's questions I will see y'all for another Q&A in April and releasing an episode next week just on Wednesdays like normal make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel subscribe to the podcast leave a rating and review and I will feature that on Pinterest and leave a comment with your questions down in the comment box below have a great day bye